Hello, Monetization Nation. This is episode two of an interview we did with Ivana Taylor. Commerce Signals estimates that 40% of all media spend is wasted, and some marketers believe that at least 26% of their budgets are wasted. The source for that is MediaPost. Even John Wanamaker, a marketing expert, said, quote, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. The trouble is, I don't know which half, unquote. Marketing may feel like a money hole. We spend all this time and money on ads and content, yet we don't always see the highest return on our investment. However, marketing doesn't have to be this expensive. Ivana Taylor only spends $17 a day on her marketing strategies, and she doesn't waste any of it. In the last episode with Ivana, we discussed preparing for positive and negative tectonic shifts, marketing and selling to an established audience. In today's episode, we're going to discuss how to choose the best marketing strategy for your business that will help you get the best ROI. How do you market for $17 a day? Well, really, the answer to that question, like I said, is to double down. It's all about focus, right? So um, there are, imagine, and I've been through this, right? I've done it all. And I've paid $500 a month for different tools and services and hiring people and doing things and so on and so forth. No, I recommend that you choose a marketing strategy, right? Are you going to fly? Are you going to walk? Are you going to drive? Right? There's not too many other alternatives. There's three marketing strategies. Okay. There's content. We talked about that. Okay. There's paid advertising. Yep. This is a new favorite of mine. Uh, and there's of course, direct marketing. This is your referrals and you're selling and different right. ways. You're going to wonder why is that important? Right? Like, why does it matter? I'm going to tell you why it matters. It matters because all those other tasky things that people talk about, like email marketing, webinars, building this email list and how you're going to build an email list and whether you should do social media, whether you should, any of those other things are tasky things. And those things need context. Let me be clear. If I'm running a content marketing strategy, right? And that means the emails I send out are gonna have to do with content. Here's some content I put out, click here to read it. That's how I make money. I make money by generating traffic and through ad revenue and sponsored content. I make money through content. So I'm not gonna be pitching people uh, consulting services on my email because that just isn't where I'm going with that, right? Okay. Likewise, if you're going to do a webinar, are you going to do a webinar to sell something? That's direct marketing. Are you going to do a webinar to educate them? That's content marketing. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So if you're just looking at do webinars to make money, well, like, and tell people what exactly? You see what I mean? Yep. So the so strategy- So fits into one of those three categories. It, yeah, so I, I always, so first, because we talked about how I chose content and how I invested. I have so much money in my budget to invest in tools. Now I know where to put them. Right. I know, I'm not doing webinars, so I'm not paying for some fancy schmancy webinar service. I already did that, didn't work. <laughs> see what I'm saying? So if you're, and I also want to give a shout out to advertising. Okay. Can we just, Nathan? Why? Why do you like paid advertising? Another epiphany. 
another epiphany. So I had these clients, especially if you were in a niche business, like let's say you manufacture certain kinds of widgets or you're maybe in the tech industry. Again, it's some kind of niche. You see what I'm saying? Like a specific, like if I'm an engineer and I, and I search for cold forming or like some term, right. That's not going to, you know, I'm going to see that ad, right. First and foremost, advertising is awesome. If you don't want to sell, you don't have time to sell. You're not going to hire a salesperson and you suck at it. Can we just be clear, right? And so there's been this pre- prevailing conversation. And, and I suppose I've been part of it with a brand like DIY. Like, you know, it's as if every marketing thing we do is so that you don't have to advertise. And I'm like, that's stupid. Like, why would you take $10,000 and throw it into some program right? Where you're going to learn how to build an email list or you're going to learn whatever it is. And you do that. You, you take that money out of your pocket and you give it to this other expert person, right? And you take that course. And then what happens, Nathan? Sometimes, most of the time people buy the course and don't even consume the information. So now you've taken that $10,000 Right. And you threw like you could have burned it. You could have gone on vacation for crying out loud. Right. You could take that $10,000 and you could talk to a Google expert, put together some Google ads. I have a manufacturing friend of mine who built a $10 million manufacturing business, no sales, no marketing, Google ads. Yeah. Well, and especially if you can spend a dollar and get $3 back, then you've got a money machine, right? Then you've got no marketing budget. You'll put every dollar into that that you can because you get it back. And that is for a very specific kind of person. You don't want to do content. You don't, you don't want to do any of these things. You want to serve your customers. Like my friend, James, who likes building things and making plastic parts and talking to his customers. That's what he likes to do. And that's what he does. Why would you spend money on a promise when you could invest it in a machine? And like, I don't understand that, right? So I, I, if you've invested money in bunches of things and gotten nothing out, I call that the marketing claw machine. You give it money, it gives you nothing. It's like, or like a slot machine. You give it money, you pull the slot, you get nothing. No, just decide save your money into a bucket and double down. So I'm a big believer in focusing and double down. And when you do that, 80% of the BS goes away. Especially if we're double downing, doubling down on the things that work the best. Sometimes people double down on something that's not working and, and that's insanity, right? You, you've, you test a bunch of different things. You find what's working. You turn off the things that aren't working and then you double down on what is working. Doubling down does not mean spending more money on what's not working. Correct. And I mean, I don't want to say to not, and I'm just going to say, if I've invested money in a program recently, but why did I do that? Because I tried to do it myself and I spent time and effort and money and it was just garbage when I knew that the system was good. And what was missing is I didn't have the right software. I didn't have, I just wasn't doing the process properly. If you've done something and everyone else is doing it and succeeding and you just are hell bent, it's matching with what you want to do and matching with your strategy 
that's when you invest and only do one. Like I'm doing this, not doing anything else until this is up and running and functioning and doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, that's right. I like that. Yeah. I don't want to say to not invest in people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So you talk about marketing on $17 a day. What do you do with that $17 a day? Well, you know, again, it's like for my, let's see, let me talk about some other people, right? Let's talk, let's talk about people who are coaches and consultants. I don't know how much of your audience is those types of folks, experts, thought leaders, right? They invest, first of all, again, the first thing you have to do is you have to build an offer. So notice how much of my conversation is about thinking it through. You have to like literally sit down and do the numbers, build your ideal offer. This is like, like, uh, you know, like porridge, right? It's, it's just right. Then you can splinter off of that offer and do something much cheaper. You can make it more expensive. You can, you know, but think those things through and then work on building that email list. And you can do that a variety of ways. You can, you know, summits are back, Nathan. Yeah, summits are great. Very effective. Summits are back and they are working like crazy. And there's so many creative ways to work those things out, right? So like really think your strategy through. So marketing plans don't look like they used to look. They sort of look like, here's my strategy. Here are the two things I'm going to do. My two tactics, right? That I'm going Mm -hmm. to do, like I'm doing content. And then, and I'm focusing on that right now, lots of cleanup. And then I might do some type of webinar. I might do some type of summit. I'm not going to think about that right now. It's like in there, right? Yep. And oh, actually the other one is the quiz thing. I want to do the quiz thing. I think that that works for me. You're talking as a lead magnet? As, as a lead magnet, yeah, right? Surveys as lead magnets are working so effectively right now. They're right killing now, it. For, right? Yeah. They're killing it. So, you know, so, but, but what is the thing? Content, build an audience. I have to rebuild an audience, right? Mm-hmm. I have to drive all my social people into the email list. And then now you're going to choose your tools carefully. What can you automate? And you know what else I put in the automation category that counts as a tool? Virtual assistants. Yeah, for sure. Right? If, if you know, um, I don't advocate always. I'm a tool junkie. I like working with tools. Some people are not. I recognize that. But please don't be stupid and don't like just count, you know, learn, take the time to figure things out. Go on the demos, learn how the tools work, make an intelligent decision, right? So that you choose the right tool for the job. You can then hire a virtual assistant to run that back end for you. There are virtual assistants that do all kinds of things. So that's a tool. Yep. And, and so, I literally spend, I'm a, and most small business owners do $500 a month. That's $17 a day. Yeah. Okay. So you talked about those three different strategies where you really got to pick one of those three strategies. How do we decide which of those three, three strategies is right for us? It's a time and money thing. Like everything's time and money, right? Yeah. Like let's let, you know, let's go back to content content. You got to have a lot of time and it is a long game. Content is, I call it like farming. You plant your seed, you water, yeah, you're always like definitely. doing the same thing, and, you know, and a payoff. There are people who get a quick payoff, but I would say don't count on that. 
content payoff, probably 18 to 24 months. Right. But it's it's more long term and sustainable, right? You yes. you invest up front and then you get recurring value from it. Correct. So, you know, so money time, if you've got more time than money, content is a great way to go. And don't forget, video is content, YouTube is content, how-to videos are content, and those can generate real revenue, right? So content, more time than money, right? Right. Then we have direct marketing. Your direct marketing, that is just downright selling. That is your fastest path to cash. That is referrals. That's another, if you need money like yesterday, then you're doing direct marketing. Put your offer together, start creating a referral base and start having those referral conversations. I think that's a course I'm going to do because every time I ran that referral system, Nathan, I had business and then I got busy. So I didn't run the referral system. So then what happens, right? So what was the referral system you were running? Give us give us that. A, a, a big 30,000 foot view, right? And now we have LinkedIn, which is like so much better. Um, basically, I do that thing that the network marketers tell you to do. And you do this. You, you make your list of like 250 people. Okay. You make your list of 250 people. And then you categorize those people. Some people are what I call friends and family. They're, they're insiders. So I have insiders on the list. Then I have partners. These are people that come before you or after you. Like, let's say, for example, a real estate agent and, I don't know, a home decorator are like partners, right? They're serving the same audience, but with different things, right? And then, of course, you have influencers. Now, influencers are not celebrities, people, okay? Influencers are people who are trusted advisors to your ideal customer, and that they have could reach and they have credibility. Exactly. And, 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 and they, have, they have reach, resonance, and relevance. Those three things that an influence, and that could be the secretary. You don't know that. Right. But that could be, an, they're the expert in a conversation, right? So, um, so then you categorize those people and then you create a referral guideline. Now, this is what you could put on your LinkedIn profile. So there's a whole thing for that. How do you want people to know who you are? Who exactly are you looking for? Here's a real example. I have a friend who's a financial advisor for women going through divorce. Boom. Great niche. Yeah. Right. Like you meet that. So always think about like, I'm at a cocktail party and I'm, you know, we're sharing information. What are some things? How would I describe my ideal customer in a way that boom, like that? Yeah, I had a client that was for a while there, a good period of time that was a high level financial advisor. And he said that one of his best target audiences were women going through divorce because they're at a spot, they're looking for someone new, they're looking for advice. They're, it's, a, it's a great time to- That's called out. a trigger event. Yes. A trigger happens, like if my computer were to die, that's a trigger event. I have to go looking for a new computer. So once again, here we are, think it through people. I have, a you know- Think it through, right? So, so now you have your target audience, you know what you're selling, you know how to recognize them. So those are important things. And I would say all of those things should be in your LinkedIn profile, but don't write, but write your LinkedIn profile to that person. Right. To that person. So if your ideal customer is a woman going through divorce, then you need to write to that one person person because that's who you want to see that 
So, and referrals are really just a matter of having conversations. So much easier today. I used to have to make phone calls. I had a rule that I had to make like three referral conversations a day where you have this, what do you do? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. How can I help you? You know how that goes. But I promise you that is your fastest path to cash. Referral marketing, direct marketing, your fastest path to cash. Then you can take that content and repurpose it and do a webinar. And, you know, for, um, for direct marketing, and if you want to do, you know, selling from the stage, do webinars, you know, that takes some personality. Not everybody has that, right? So that referral marketing is the more like under the radar, whereas doing a webinar and like really teaching and training and doing those things, that's more of a above the radar type of thing. So those are those three strategies. And I'm hoping that in this conversation, you guys can see how suddenly you cannot even unlearn this. Suddenly, when you see an article out there that says like, oh, email marketing strategy or like, oh yeah. And tell them what exactly, right? Am I going to sell them something or am I going to convert them into something? So you talk about tools, which, which marketing tools do you most recommend? Hmm. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm going to talk about tools that I use on a daily basis. And that's so understand folks. Um, and I don't know if you're going to ask me this later. I'm a, and this was an epiphany I had about strategies versus tactics and so on and so forth. So okay. to make things really quick and easy, I operate a content marketing strategy. I create content. That content could be a podcast, like what we're doing. It could be an article. It could be a video. It could be a Twitter chat. All of those things are content, right? So that, that, so hence having decided that I create content and my make money through content, I'm going to be focused on tools that help me improve my content. So if you guys could follow, excuse me, my logic and the thinking, right? So now I'm going to invest in tools that help me with content. The most expensive tool that I purchase and I'm happy, happy, happy to send them the money. SEM rush. Yeah. SEM rush is a, is an SEO tool, but it's for content creators, right? It's very, it's, it's, Maybe it's not the most technically best. A lot of people like Ahrefs, but I use SEMrush because it helps you improve your content. The next set of tools are an offshoot of SEMrush. And I actually have two versions of each. One is called phrase.io. They've done a huge amount of improvement. They help you... As you're writing content, it's better than SEM. SEM Rush gives you like numbers and things. I oh, can't deal with that. Uh, <laughs> phrase.io, when you you can put in a URL for an article and it will help you optimize it. It tells you what words to use and how often to use them. It tells okay. you what headings to use. It helps you do research. And similar to phrase.io, but apparently different enough that I will am willing to pay for them too, <laughs> is a tool called um, Surfer SEO. And it does very much the same thing as phrase. I just find it easier to use. And those are like games. And then there's a third tool I use also related to creating great content. I'm a big fan. They're new. They're exciting. It's AI. It's awesome. Conversion.ai. 
this is a, have you heard of this thing? I have not. Oh my God. Tell me about it. I'm going to tell you people, let's just be clear. It is an artificial intelligence tool that actually writes content. You give it a little bit of information and it uses a very special algorithm. It does not scrape content. That's a very important distinction. It uses an algorithm and I think it's called like GPS three or something. And it, it somehow goes around the web and magically puts words together that are actually really good. And now it will not write your content for you. Like if you're doing something very specific, I was writing some very specific reviews of email marketing tools. It ain't going to write your review for you, (laughs) but it will give you something to work with. So if you're struggling with writer's block and you don't know what to say, this will give you something to tear up. Yeah, give you a starting point. But you can see that those are those are tools that I use every single day. And because my strategy is all around content, you can see that I've invested quite a bit of money and time in content. Okay, uh, going back to the tectonic shifts discussion we had earlier, mm-hmm. there's a tectonic shift we talk about a lot. And I think this is one of the biggest tectonic shifts we're dealing with today. And it's the, the tectonic shift of credibility marketing. So in the past... Businesses used to buy a ton of advertising and just use it to tell the world how awesome they are. And that strategy doesn't work very well anymore. And their businesses are having to find much more credible ways to communicate with their audiences. They're doing influencer marketing, like you talked about, or referral marketing, like you talked about, uh, reviews marketing, or uh, client success story videos, you know, in their marketing, right? What what experience have you had with credibility marketing? What, what advice can you share with us of of how to more effectively do credibility marketing, maybe a story or an example of a client mm. that's done really well with that. Oh, I, okay, so much to talk about, right? And you are so right. And here's what I'm gonna say. I just want people, every when you hear the word influencer, you keep thinking about like some celebrity like Kim Kardashian. No, every single business has influencers. I had a friend that called them sneezers. They're people who are enthusiastic they're fans of of your business, whether that's a restaurant or a lawyer, right? So your goal is to to uh, you hear something simple that every small business can do. You can create uh, like a customer advisory board. You could create a little advisory board. You can include those people in that conversation where you're, you know, you got your pulse on what's happening and these people want to share feedback. And that means getting good feedback and bad feedback, right? Right. It could be something like, you know what, God, you are like such an amazing lawyer, but you never show up on time for a meeting. It would really help if you would show up on time. I mean, that's like a stupid example, but that's valuable feedback, right? So you can create an advisory panel because those people are influencers, Right. So you can create that. The other thing you can do is really leverage those happy customers. And that means inviting them. That means um, giving them a platform to share maybe on your social media. That's less content for you to create. Right. So inviting them to share getting that's what I've seen, especially coaches and consultants. They bring on their successful clients because those people just shine. They're like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was confused. I was a mess. I was in debt. You know how that story goes, right? And then I did this and blah, blah, blah. And having said that, there's, there's another thing 
that every business owner can do for themselves in terms of credibility marketing okay. that I don't see a lot of people do. I do see some like this coach. Make it a point to have your clients be successful. Do you know why this woman's clients are so successful? She's got a staff of coaches who do nothing but focus on that client to make sure that they are doing their stuff, that they, you know, if they said they're going to do something, that if they give them something that's incomplete, they're like, you know, this would be better if you did this, this, this. Now go send that email, like right now. And so yeah. the, the reason why we want our clients to be successful is when they're successful, they're going to be repeat buyers. They're going to be happy with us. They're going to refer us to other people. Exactly. So I always tell my small business owner clients, it's like, don't just treat referrals and happy clients as a happy accident. Like it's like, oh, yay. No, you have to put a system in place to make sure that they are successful. If you have to hold their hand, then you have to hold their hand. If you're not gonna hold your hand, get somebody who will hold their hand yeah. because that is marketing that 10X pays for itself. I love Don't that. Don't you agree? Yeah, that's brilliant. Great advice. Thank you so much, Ivana, for sharing your stories and insights with us today. Here's some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, basic marketing strategies fall into content marketing, direct marketing, and paid advertising. We should choose one of these strategies to focus on and double down. Number two, choosing what strategy to use comes down to knowing what we have to offer and how much money and time we have. Number three, we should take the time to think our strategy through before we begin implementing anything. We should research a few different tactics and compare costs with our budget. Number four, to find the right tools for our strategies, we should go to the demos and learn how the tools work before making an intelligent decision. If you enjoyed this episode and want to connect with Ivana, you can find her on LinkedIn, Twitter, or her website, DIYMarketers.com. And there's links to each of those sites in the blog post for this episode at monetizationnation.com. You can also get a free copy of my ebook, Passion Marketing, and learn how to become a top priority of your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. You can also subscribe to Monetization Nation on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, our Facebook group, and on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode, and I wish you success with your marketing strategy. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.